U2's pop has turned 25 and the Garden Tarts are celebrating all year long. So tune in each week because Jenny and Hillary have found the keys to the time machine. They're heading back to 1997 to find all that nostalgia and the sugar dropping, bubble popping, rock and roll. Hey, Hill, you ready to get this party started? I am, Jenny. (laughs) The new one? Yeah. I say that at the beginning of the workouts when I'm training. Hey, let's get ready to rumble. (gasps) That's what it is. (laughs) (laughs) That's the name of this app, isn't it? Yeah. That's it. When it... It's there, it just jumps out at you. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness gracious. So, (laughs) with that, we decided to talk about Pop Mart. Because it's all pop all year. All pop all year. Yeah, we haven't really talked about Pop Mart much at all. We did when we talked about, or like, where we've been. Right, but not a specific Pop Mart app. So, I think what we're going to do is kind of talk about the highlights of our experiences. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. But it can be at the show or just anything anything having to do with those trips. Okay, so we were at what do we say? 18 shows together and no, 18 shows collectively. Yeah. And seven of those we were together. We were not, we were at, in the same stadium. Yeah. Not necessarily together. We're not sure if it was three or four. I think it was three that we weren't together together. But it was three or four. And I know we talked about a bunch, but we both went to the opener. Yeah. Yeah. That was exciting. Yeah. It was my first U2 show in Vegas, April 25th, 1997. I went with our friend Rhonda. And, I mean, it's just an absolute blur to me. I have bits (laughs) and pieces. I have bits and pieces in my head. Definitely them walking out the pop music, but... No detail like many other. I have a lot of details, but it also wasn't my first right. show. And, and also, I was right. I was right at the B stage. Yeah. Well, I was a little bit further back, just soaking it in. Oh my gosh! Insane. So I guess like two days before the show, I got to Vegas. So we had like two nights of listening to the rehearsals from a convertible that my friend rented. Right, right. (laughs) And yeah, it was it was so much fun. And we would hear something. We're like, what the hell is that? Like, what are they doing in there? It sounds crazy. Um, (laughs) Yeah, but we uh it was great. It was a it was a pretty big group of us um that went we stayed at MGM and it was just such an adventure. It was like the adventure 
aside from meeting the band, it was like the adventure I had dreamed of, you know, like, yeah, it was so perfect. And, um, it was wonderful. It also was Passover. Right. Trying to like not eat stuff I shouldn't have eaten. (laughs) So I just think I drank a lot of beverages and I don't know what I ate. (laughs) something trail mix or something all the drinking none of the eating yeah but I also was how old was I 23 yeah like that I was 23 and I could do that a whole lot better there than than I can now it was definitely a different world then definitely yeah um so in the show, um, they screwed up staring at the sun. They had to restart it. Yeah. Said, um, to like hold on, and they were just having a a, a family row. I think he said, "Talk amongst yourselves." Yeah, something like that. It was really, it was really cute. Um, everything about that. He was a adorable and it was interesting though because I've been to other like first shows of a tour before he was not his normal nervous self by any means he was he got on that stage confident like everything was gonna go well it did (laughs) not (laughs) but it was far different than seeing them in Vancouver or Tulsa those were it was vastly different his his uh kind of persona um right he just seemed really vulnerable in Vancouver and Tulsa but not in Vegas and that's crazy because everything went just fine for I wonder if it has to do with um age and being 40 years on and having to live up to the last 40 years and versus well they weren't 40 yet in Vancouver oh in Vancouver yeah oh that was just a few years ago so Bonham was like yeah, yeah yeah like the band was over four decades into being a band and the expectations right enormous my two shows were also 20 years apart yeah my two first shows were 20 years apart so maybe he just had the confidence of a kid you know yeah like not 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 aware of it right right I don't know oh wow it was um it was amazing like I had no idea at all what to expect no, me neither. I had absolutely zero expectations. Yeah. Except that it would be epic. And it was. It was epic for sure. Yeah. For sure, for sure. So then I went home after that and you continued, you stayed out there for another show. I went to San Diego. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember like, highlights from that 
show, except that it went much smoother than the first night. There was still, they still weren't right on. It was much, it went much smoother than Vegas, but it, it wasn't the caliber that they ended up being by the time we got to DC. I got to DC. Right, um, right. But I don't remember anything. Um, Nothing stood out. Mm-mm. No, not really. Nothing really stood out. I, uh, well, that's not a bad thing. No, no. After the show, that was the first time I met any of them I met Edge. So that um, that stands out pretty well. Heck but yeah. yeah. Your first U2. He was my first U2, Yeah. I've told this story before, but he signed something for me. And, like, I was shaking. And, like, he walked up, and I turned around to, like, freak out to my friends. Like, my he was going down the line. And I, my back was towards where he had been standing. Yeah. And he came over and tapped me on the shoulder. And, like, here's your Sharpie. I'm like, <laughs> oh, thank you. But it wasn't my Sharpie. <laughs> but I took it. Heck yeah. <laughs> Take it. Yeah. Um, both of those shows had Rage Against the Machine as the opener, who I loved. Oh my gosh. Epic. Epic. Absolutely epic. Okay, so let's move on to your next show, which was May 22nd in Pittsburgh. Oh, Pittsburgh. Oh my gosh, that was such such an experience um i ran a published a fanzine called heaven and hell and at that point it was still propaganda was still a thing and you know you got your tickets through propaganda and you still got propaganda in the mail the fan magazine and um fanzines were allowed to request one press pass per tour which i thought was pretty fucking cool like I can't imagine. They never had they didn't have to do that. No. Um, so we actually had some pretty good seats and I'm wondering I that I must have gotten through propaganda. I think we were like maybe halfway back, a little bit further than halfway back from the stage along the catwalk. We were like seats one and two right at the catwalk. And so that was just really, really great. Right before the show, I was told to meet in a certain place. Yeah, I'm trying to remember the guy's name. It was something O'Neill. Brian. Brian O'Neill, that's it. And he was so sweet. He was the the publicist, PR guy, whatever, who was in charge of like corralling us. And um he like I, I just found it like a few months ago, a little scrap piece of paper with his cell phone on it. Cause I think he just kind of felt sorry, like, if you ever need it. I obviously did not use that. Yeah. I did not know how to use that, obviously. But I had my, but we were like up in the pit and for the first three songs. And of course, Bono like plays to the cameras the whole time. And it was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> I played it really cool. And I just little, my little, my little point and shoot camera. <laughs> 
It doesn't do shit when it's that close and that bright and that fast. Everything is a blur. But it was so close. I mean, it was so cool to be up that close with him, like, in your face. I mean, when there were a bunch of us, you know, you could imagine, like, the paparazzi type thing. Um, Except we were allowed to be there. And um, this woman, I think her name was Lori. I don't have her contact info anymore, but I have her name written down in my scrapbook. She was like, give me your information. I'm going to send you some of my pictures. <laughs> Basically, because, like, you're not going to get shit. <laughs> <laughs> With your point. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I was a fan. I wasn't going to print them or anything, but they're gorgeous. I mean, this might be one. I have this one framed right here. There's no way in hell oh. I took this. Oh. Isn't it pretty? Yeah. I know y'all can't see it, but Hillary can. I just happen to have it in a little frame right here, leaning up against the wall. But so, and then after the first three songs, I connected back with Molly, and I just started being a great show. Fun Love and Criminals open. There's so much fun. I'm looking at the set list to see if. There is anything um, unusual about it, but no, it's just, I just remember being tons of fun, but I don't remember specifics. specifics. Um, well, and then I was also, my next one was in Columbus, Ohio. In Ohio Stadium, the Ohio State. And that was super fun. Those were definitely propaganda tickets. And I took my dad, who was so, my dad got me in the music. My dad got me in the concerts. And he'd never seen me do. And there was one day he was like, Jenny, I got this U2 song stunk in my head and I can't, I can't figure it out. I don't know. I know you know, sorry. But he was like, boom, 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 boom. And I'm like, yeah, no, that's not actually a YouTube song, Dad. I don't know what the fuck that is. <laughs> sure as shit, it's the baseline, the mysterious ways. Yeah. <laughs> but in the, um, on the floor of the stadium, it was just like those plasticky folding chairs, you know, and they're like um, zip tied together. Right. <laughs> so people don't move them. And pop music comes on. I'm like, Dad, you got to see this. You got to see this. And I remember helping him. And, I mean, he seems so old at the time. <laughs> but let me tell you how old he was. Let me do this math real quick. He was, well, he's 48. So Two years old. older than I am now. That's how old I am right now. Yeah. And I remember helping him stand up on the chair. like, And he was like. Whoa, little upset. I'm like, <laughs> I got my old man up on the chair. <laughs> oh, that's some perspective right there. Um, we had no business standing on those chairs. There was, <laughs> but to see the band come out of the crowd and Bono come up on the B stage was pretty epic. And my dad also, he would love watching Rattle and Hum, but he really, really only loved the part during streets and there was a period of time 
And I got this big TV. I was so excited to have a big TV in the house. And anytime like people would come over for a party or whatever, he'd be like, you got to see this. You got to see this. And he would show like the helicopter, the camera panning over the stadium. <laughs> it's Sun Devil Stadium and everything turning red. So it was really exciting to be there with streets. Yeah. With him. That was good. <laughs> he was 48. <laughs> I can't even imagine that. Like, I can't even imagine. It's crazy. Oh my God. Yeah. That's how old you are right now. That is crazy. Well, I mean, I'm. I'll be 47 in a matter of months. I'm not. Yeah. Oh, good Lord. Okay. Deep breath. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah. That was too much. That became too much. <laughs> <laughs> so um, the next show was May 26 in Washington, D.C., and we both went to that. Yes, together. Yeah. Um, this was also the first time we met Bono on that trip mm -hmm. um about the show i don't know that i remember i don't know if there's anything that really stood out there to me except that the band went to the white house first the yes. pictures of that i remember it being a good show being ha very happy to be there yeah. um when it was our first show together together yeah ever ever yeah. ever huh yeah um but i don't remember anything specific except the screen i remember the screen was a little screwed up because yeah, there was wonky. a really bad storm the day before yeah i don't remember anything else besides the screen being a little wonky specifically from that show except that after the show we like waited forever for the band and but then the next day we was finally met bono and adam yeah it was a good day but i don't remember that show chelsea clinton was there i remember that yeah i remember yeah yeah how about that Okay, so do we talk about do we so we talked about meeting Bono in gosh, it was his birthday app when he turned sixty. Yep. We haven't talked about it since, but I guess we did meet him this next day and it was life changing. He was just so nice and then we met and we met Adam too. Yeah. And then what did Adam make you do? Because that goes into the next shows. Yeah, so I was supposed to go to the next show, which was in Raleigh. So mm -hmm. my propaganda tickets were, um, yeah, D.C. and Raleigh. Yeah. So I said to Bono, like, I'll see you in a couple of days in Raleigh, yay. And he didn't say anything. And then Adam comes up. And I'm like, I'll see you in a couple of days in Raleigh. And he was like, oh, no, did you hear that show got that show got canceled, and I'm like, what? Tears. Like, Bono I didn't like, say anything. Say anything. <laughs> he 
said nothing. He was just like, oh, she'll figure it out. I'm not giving her bad news. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, oh, my God. So, um, anyway, yeah. So, Adam said the show was canceled. And I looked like, I don't know, someone just kicked my ass or something. I was so sad. And, yeah. <sighs> yeah. And, Anyway, he said, but it hasn't been announced yet, but Oasis will be opening for us in Oakland. You should go to that show. You should go to those shows. And I'm like, okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I will do that. And my next show (laughs) was June 18th in Oakland. (laughs) Not Raleigh. Not really. I actually did what Adam said, and I got my, I got to see Oasis twice in Oakland. It was two shows on June 18th and 19th. Um, there were highlights from that show. I definitely, I'm fact checking because my brain is not always. Um. So one of the things was that, um. Bono snipped Wonderwall until last night on Earth. Yeah, I, I remember that. Um, apparently, with or without you had shine like stars, and I have no memory of that. I thought the first time I heard it was in Toronto with Garden Tart Amanda for yeah. E and I. Huh. For I and E, sorry. Um, but apparently that my memory was incorrect with that. I've since fact checked. Then the second one, well, Bono sang All I Want Is You. The the band played All I Want Is You. Yeah. And I I freaked out. Like I I really did. And like there were crew people standing near us and they were like, I don't know, it just it looked like we brought joy into their hearts. It was like, <gasps> yeah, aww. For the top. Um, also, a guy from the crew came around like the rail and passed out flowers and said, You'll know when to use these, but hang on to them. Oh like, my gosh. Okay. So instead of Daydream Believer, Edge to Karaoke to, if you're going to San Francisco, wear flowers in your hair. And that was kind of awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it, yeah. that show was until I think INE, that was my favorite show. That was my favorite show of all time. I mean, yeah. I, I, I loved it. We'll get back to that. We'll put a pin in that one for a couple seconds. No, actually, no. We we don't need a pin because it's the next show. So I went from Oakland. I went from San Francisco. Uh, we flew to Los Angeles. And then we were, I felt like we were in Los Angeles forever. Um, and we figured out where the van was staying. Again, I would not recommend this today because their security is very different than it was 25 years ago. Yeah. And it's not going to work like it did 
back in 97 for us. It's never right. worked like that since 97. No, no, no. No, that was the only time I've ever been able to get that to work. But anyway, we went and sat on the sidewalk for like days. Um, <laughs> and it was, it wasn't like good things happen, but it kind of was just miserable. I mean, it was I don't know. It was just we're sitting on a sidewalk with the same people waiting with us. But yeah. Bono and Edge came out many times while we were there. One of the times Bono came out, I said to him, oh, my God, the second show in Oakland was my favorite show ever. I've never seen anything like it. It was just the best show ever. And he was like, no, it, it was Edmonton. And I'm like, I didn't go to Edmonton. So Oakland, the second Oakland show was my favorite. <clears throat> this goes back and forth forever. Bono says, no, it was Edmonton. I'm like, I didn't go to Edmonton. <laughs> I didn't go. And I'm like, what do I do? Do I like keep arguing this? Because I'm getting a little scared here. <laughs> or do, do I just give up and walk away? And because it just seemed never ending and I ended up like running away like <laughs> up a hill across the street to a phone booth to call my another friend to tell her what happened because I was so upset <laughs> but like it was so stupid like maybe that was your favorite show but mine was like why are you arguing with me you, you can't <laughs> You can't pick my favorite show, <laughs> especially if it's one that I didn't go to. Um, <laughs> oh, my gosh. I just, Did you ever... It was really upsetting, like, like really, really upsetting to be in that yeah. situation. And I called a friend of ours who wasn't with us on the trip, and she was like, did I not mention sometimes he's moody? I'm like, no, you did not mention that. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, you did not mention. Yeah, so no, no one's ever said this to me ever. How was I supposed to know this? Right, it's um, <laughs> Bono. I know, right? But I don't know. I was really, I was really torn up about that. It didn't stop me from s sitting out on the sidewalk for another couple of days, but right. it, it hurt my heart a little bit because but I didn't understand I still don't <laughs> understand what happened but anyway um he came out a few times um I didn't get a picture with him for some reason everybody else did all of my other friends got pictures with him there I didn't but he kind of looked like crap when he was there like I hadn't seen him look like this at any other point hmm. for any show but at, while he was in Los Angeles, he just looked dirty. Hmm. And he wore the hood, like, 24-7. Yeah. He didn't take it off, ever. Um, but he, yeah, he just, I don't know what it was, but he looked, he looked dirty or something. I've never seen him look like that, ever, before or since. Um, but... Like, we had gotten to know the security people pretty well. The band's pr 
security people. And right. Larry's security guy went with Larry to what at some Harley Davidson store in Los Angeles. And while they were there, they got a bunch of T-shirts and gave me and my friends, like, specifically. Like, he didn't just throw them in the crowd. He, like, yeah. the security guy, is he, Dave, yeah. he handed them specifically to, like, my group of people. It was really crazy, but yeah. I still like the shirt. Heck, yeah. And soft. I like that shirt a lot. Yeah, so the Los Angeles show, that show it was empty. Like, there was, it was, it was awful to see Ugh. this giant coliseum. And it, it was, it looked like, I mean, it wasn't even half full by any means. Mm-hmm. Half full. Um, yeah. And, and anyway, but we, I was with a, I was with one of the people that were in our group of friends and she brought her little niece who, I don't know, was like seven or eight or something at the time. Yeah. And Bono brought her up on stage. Oh, I love that. He was really, really cute. Um, Yeah. Just adorable. Yeah. Um, So then, so this is the thing. I planned on D.C., and Atlanta being my only shows. Yeah. And all these other shows just kind of <laughs> happened, occurred, like yeah. naturally. <laughs> like, I don't know, organically. I don't know how going. some of these happen, but I figured that if I was in Oakland, <laughs> I may as well go all the way through Chicago. <laughs> Which makes no sense whatsoever. Nope. So we went from Los Angeles. I flew to Chicago, red eye, which I'd never experienced before, but that's awful. Um, anyway, so, yeah, I flew to Chicago. Everybody, all my friends flew to Chicago, and then we got into a friend's car and drove to Madison, Wisconsin. I woke up the next morning and seriously had no clue where I was. I believe it. I'm like, Los Angeles, Chicago, where am I? <laughs> and You're in Wisconsin. I mean, like, what are the odds of that happening? Oh my gosh. That was a good show. Um, it was interesting because there was a security guy that worked the Chicago shows that was also working in Madison. He huh. was just a really nice guy. His name was Edward Alvarez. Huh. He was just, he was local security, but local in a very wide radius. <laughs> right. He was just such a nice guy. Like he, he was cool. Anyway, um, so Madison, I don't really remember anything. I don't remember anything really standing out. So, yeah, Oasis opened in for two shows in Oakland. The L.A. show was back to rage. And then when I came eastward, it was fun-loving criminals and fun-loving criminals in D.C. too. 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so then I left Wisconsin and went to the next show, which was June 27th in Chicago, and we were both at that show and the next show. We were, and I found my, um, I found my little map of everywhere I sat. Okay. And it was the second show, June 28th, that I sat in the seats, like high up in the seats. Okay. So the first show you were with us. And I have noted, started section C, row 23, ended section A, B stage railing. <laughs> And the same thing did happen with DC, started B5, row seven, ended B stage, railing A4. <laughs> yeah. That that's was funny. That I like that happened. I put started and ended. That's really funny. Yeah. It happens. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to see if there was anything weird about. Chicago. I mean, I I remember very clearly one of the shows, but I have on the 27th. That was the first time I met the Edge. I met him after the show. Um, then, and also it was in Chicago that both Bono and Edge signed my scrapbook that I had. Bono, so I have this map of, I have to post it again, that I took from seats way up in Chicago. I took a seat of Pop Mart. <laughs> and then I have a big blow up of it, and I have written in little lines of where I sat for everything. And um, I asked Bono to sign it, and he drew a line from the top of the screen, the big LED screen, and wrote Bono. And I was like, is that where you sat? <laughs> and he's like, I've never been to a U2 show before. He was not pleased. He this, this is when I learned that <laughs> that you just say thank you. Yeah. <laughs> he looked at yeah. me like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, it's fine. <laughs> I own the screen. <laughs> But this is when I learned that he that he could be moody. Yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. So the next show was June 29th in, in Chicago. There were three shows in Chicago in three days. Um, yeah. And that was just rough on everybody. I mean. I can't imagine for anyone. It was, it was awful. Um and but I remember I I wasn't at the end of the B stage. I was I guess a little I was at the rail, but a little bit too not a little bit. I was on the I was on the left side from the B stage. So like on the inside. On the inside. Yeah. And but I still was at a rail, but it was like around the corner. And um there there were these people that were like standing behind us and they were just like making out like 
it was getting to be disgusting. And they kept, like, falling on me Uh, and my friend. Like, it was just awful. And, unfortunately, that's one of my big memories of the show, just being really uncomfortable with these people behind us. And at one point, we got security. And they're like, hey, you know. And I don't know what happened. I think they stopped for a few minutes and then went back to making out. But it was gross. Gross. It was really intense. Yeah. But the the thing that jumps out at me from that show was it was the tour premiere of New Year's Day. Oh, okay. And I yeah. all these shows and to hear a new song to hear the set list go in a different direction was just so exciting. Like I just remember being so excited about hearing new year's day. Like that was just the best thing ever. For some reason, for some reason I thought I remembered that, but I must be remembering your experience. That's happened before. Yeah. <laughs> also on the 29th, the third Chicago show, I don't remember this actually at all, but Edge's karaoke was, it's not unusual. Huh. Yeah. So That's I don't, fun. I actually don't remember that, but I, it's weird that there's some things that just stay in my head forever and I remember every little detail and then there's some things that yeah so I have no memory of that that's crazy okay so our next show was on the the third leg of the tour the second U.S. leg um, was October 31st in Detroit this is this is my origin story on that (laughs) show I they had, we had a small airline in, it ended up being AirTran, but we had a small airline leaving from where I live and they charged $25 a leg for anyone under 25. Ugh. And Ugh. it was like general admission, including business class. Oh, my God. Whoa. Yeah. So on my original flight, I got there early enough, and I knew what to do. Heck, so yeah. So I flew business class everywhere. But none of those, like, there were so many shows that I only went to because of of AirTran, because I was under 25. Yeah. And this yeah. was their deal. And it was, oh, my God. If it hadn't been for them, I don't know. So... It took me two legs to get each way for Detroit. So it was a hundred dollar flight. Wow. And even even then that was crazy. Crazy. I could do that in a second. Um, But, but also I didn't want to go to Detroit. I have no idea why I was just like, I'm not, I already have shows later to go to. I'm not going. And then like, Two days before the show, I'm like, no, I'm going. (laughs) I don't 
don't know how I got tickets to most of these shows. Like a few of them I do know. I have no idea where that ticket came from. So I didn't do anything to buy it. I mean, I'm sure I gave someone money, but I didn't facilitate that purchase. Did you and I have any idea that we were both going to that show? Had we communicated that? No, we didn't because it was literally two days before. Right. Um, Okay. So our friend had gotten together this like email itinerary for everyone, like when people's flights would come in and where to, if you, if someone was going to pick you up or if you had to go to the hotel or whatever. And no one knew, no one looked at it. I did, but no one looked at it. And so I get to the airport and I'm waiting at a friend's gate (laughs) and she's like, holy crap. Like, I didn't know you were going. (laughs) I'm like two days ago. Like, but, I don't think, like, you were doing your thing and I was doing my thing. Like, there wasn't, I don't know. There was some disconnect. We had been talking, like, all the time. It still was two days before the show that I decided. And there wasn't texting and there wasn't frequent email and there wasn't. No. All this, yeah. It wasn't, Um, communication wasn't as easily had as it is now um but yeah so our friends didn't didn't even know that I was gonna be there like everybody was like surprised and I'm like oh didn't you look at the email like no they never did so I drove up with two friends from college I was in college around Columbus Ohio at the time miles in What's his name? His friend's name? I'm blanking. But and then a friend of theirs said we could stay at their place, their um, dorm in Ann Arbor. So that's what I was doing. But I was meeting my friend Molly at the show. They the, the two guys had tickets together and I was getting a ride up to go to meet Molly. And I guess it was at so Molly didn't make it something happened. I think she got sick on her train or something like, um, she had to turn around and go home. And if there wasn't, we weren't communicating via cell phone. This wasn't a thing, which is crazy to me. We did not have cell phones. No cell phones. We had email on our computers. Yep. And no no other way. No pagers, no means of communication at all. It's mind boggling to me to think about this. And I got out of the stadium and I knew Miles and his friend had we had decided a place to meet. And I think I was walking to that meeting place through a fence. And that's when we like literally literally collided. And I mean that show was pretty packed. Yeah, yeah, that was a full house. Yeah, there were so many people there. For us to have randomly run into each other was just ridiculous. I mean... And then it's kind of like the rest is history. Yeah. (laughs) What do you remember about the show? I remember being very unimpressed with 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 Smash Mouth. Very unimpressed. And so I was... By myself, I was um, 
in the seats up on the side on like the lemon side, the olive side, like maybe halfway down the catwalk, like not, I don't know, second section off the floor. It was a pretty cool view, actually. Yeah. Um, there was some really kind people sitting next to me. During the show, I just really enjoyed it. Like, I just kept hoping Molly would show up, but also just decided to just embrace yeah. the moment, just being there and enjoying the music and everything. Um, I remember the lemon coming out, and as Larry came down the stairs, his wife, his partner, Anne, <laughs> Came up with a cake for him, right? Isn't that how it happened? Yes. Because it was Larry's birthday. Um, And so there was like a big happy birthday celebration on the B stage. I vividly remember Bono taking an Uncle Sam hat from someone in the audience. Vividly. Um, Other than that, I don't have a whole lot of memories. So, um, my experience with that was we went to like a, my friends and I went to a party shop before we went to the concert and Larry had had some interaction with one of my friends about, he was talking shit about the U S or something and she got really, really upset. I mean, I probably would have joined in on that one, yeah. but she got really, really, she was very insulted and got really, really upset. Yeah. And she went to more shows after that. And like, I don't know, just, it was just not a good situation. So we all, it was one, two, I think it was five of us. We all got Uncle Sam hats, glittery <laughs> Uncle Sam hats. We didn't make it to the B stage, but we were, I guess, halfway between the B stage and the main stage. Right. And Bono walks past us and, like, does this, like, gesture, like, like, if you take your hand and make, like, a a duck out of it, but then point it at your face. (laughs) Like (laughs) Like a sock puppet. If you were grab, if you wanted to grab something from someone, but did it the wrong way, <laughs> didn't have your hand facing them, but had it facing you, that's what he did. And we could not figure out what that, what he was doing. We're like, what is that? It's, I don't know what the heck that is. And I mean, he went to each one of us and was like doing this hand thing, and um. Finally, the last person on our in our group, it was three of us on one side. She gave him, she offered him his hat, the, her hat, and he took it. <laughs> um, he took uh, our friend's hat. I still have my hat in my closet. <laughs> it's still there. I have no idea how it hasn't been thrown out because why? But <laughs> Right. It's still and at this point, I'm going to keep it forever. Right. Um, but there, I've had a few people talk about that hat. Garden Tart Amanda, who was not with us, but we didn't know her. She wasn't We never her. met her. Yeah. 
No, we didn't know her at all. It was her first YouTube show ever. Yes. And she remembered the hat. But there was someone else. I, I've talked to several other people that remembered the hat, too. And it was just, I don't know. It was really funny. But it was like he kind of walked past us. And I saw him do this where he, like, looked over for a quick second, which is what he did in Dublin. Yeah. And that's how I knew he was coming back. Right. Or at least he had seen us. I saw him do that um, in Detroit, too. And I'm like, yo, he's coming back. Like, God, he's coming back. And mm-hmm. um, anyway, he did. So after that, um, oh, it was it was Halloween. So everybody's dressed in right. really weird costumes so after Bono took my friend's hat you know we do the we fangirl out like "Ah!" and the people behind us was a man and a woman and I swear one of them (laughs) one of them was dressed like Chewbacca and the other one was like the Grim Reaper or something (laughs) they had nothing to do with them with anything yeah we were together but they didn't have like together costumes or anything and they like congratulated us and like hugged us it was so cute cute. I'm like why is it Chewbacca and the Grim Reaper like that's weird I love that you remember that yeah um okay so oh my gosh we have so much more to talk about that trip but we got to get to another time well, we have a, a really great adventure, but we're going to put a pin in it until November. Yes. yes. So then my next show was in New Orleans. This was also a Airtran special that I paid $100 round trip. So amazing. Yeah. And, and I also decided again a couple days before that I was gonna go like it I mean both of those shows it was definitely no more than like 48 hours before I left um and uh and all this is the other thing so I never unpacked (laughs) I had like my tour stuff I'd wash my clothes put them right back in the suit right I never unpacked. Like, I had my same stuff with me from Vegas through the end of... Oh, my God. I love that so much. Yeah. Um. And anyway, so go to New Orleans with no, no one had tickets, I think, for that show. And we, right. we got them. I remember that. I remember getting those tickets. Um, and the show was awful. <laughs> like, like, I vividly, this was also the first show I ever drank anything at. And I didn't drink much, but right, I, right. I split some, I don't know, hurricane or something like that with a friend of ours. Um, but I, but I mean, it wasn't enough, but I just remember it for some reason. I remember right. that. Should I, I'm sh- that. What if I forget something? Because we were adamant that we weren't drinking at shows. Right. So... 
Bono talks about this show as being horrible. He said he could smell people, the popcorn that people were eating in the stands. And I have to tell you, I think there might have been a popcorn explosion or something. Because I remember that's all you could smell. Yeah. The whole place smelled like popcorn. It was 4D. Yes, it was 4D. Um, But that show was not good. And it was... I don't even think it was a third full. Like it was so empty. I I, I couldn't believe it. it. It just kind of it made me sad, but it also was like, I didn't get my money's worth. Right. That's what he's <laughs> so play too. I can't imagine. I can't imagine either. I, and, I, and I remember being being like embarrassed, you know, like like I could feel yeah. how he felt. Like, I mean, I wasn't embarrassed for them. I was there and I was happy to be there. Right. Except the show sucked. And I don't remember anything that stood out from it, but it was just, you could tell that nobody was, no one had like their heart. Right. In the show. right. That night I decided <laughs> I had to fly home for like a few yeah. hours to go to work. And then I flew to San Antonio. <laughs> I'm like, I got to go to the next show. That was not my plan yeah. by any means. So San Antonio. Yeah, we were both at San Antonio. This was um, November 23rd, 1997. And I remember finding out, um, was it that morning, the day before, what day in November did Hutch pass away? The 22nd, but they're ahead of us. Well, I remember sitting at the kitchen counter and my mom saying, before I flew, my mom saying, oh, the singer passed away. And me being like, oh, like it didn't, it kind of numbed me. I didn't get it. And then I got to San Antonio and the word started spreading. And I was like, fuck, I should have told them. I played yeah. it off, but I didn't know. I was so, so embarrassed. But yeah, that's something I don't like to admit that I, I was so excited and so focused on the trip. Yeah. Other well, rock stars. My brother picked me up from the airport and took me to work and then picked me up from work and took me to the airport. And he didn't yeah. tell me either. Like, he didn't tell me that that Michael Hutchins had died. He didn't say a word to me either. So I think, like, I it's just people don't like giving other people bad news. Right. And also, like, I don't know. It was like. It was unfathomable to me. Yeah. It was real. Like, it was just, I mean, we live in a world now where our rock stars are getting older and news travels fast and people die. And I don't know. I just remember feeling horrible that I hadn't, that I hadn't thought, that it hadn't crossed my mind to to tell you all. I get it. 
I totally get it, though. Yeah. I don't know that I would have. I don't know. But I don't. I mean, I don't know. Um, but San Antonio was a great show. It was a great show. It was um, gut wrenching. Absolutely, positively gut-wrenching the fact that Bono could get out a single song he snipped never tear us apart into all I want is you which reading that right now just like gave me chills and it's really hot in this room right now yeah yeah um it was just a very very somber show it was raw and emotional and um, sometimes it was hard to watch. It, it was hard to watch. Yeah. But I also felt like we were all together and that was. Yeah. That yeah. was a thing. Um, it was definitely a thing. It felt very cathartic. And we did end up seeing Bono after the show and. Yeah, he was so tired. So he also snipped Waltzing Matilda into one. Yeah, which is an Australian folk song, right? That was really sweet. Okay, so... I don't I just remember all of San Antonio, aside from it being somber, we had fun. <laughs> we just had fun activities, like extracurricular activities. We did, because we had days. Yeah. So I think we were there, yeah. We were there probably from the 22nd until the 27th. No, because Atlanta was the 26th. I'm sorry, you're totally right. The 25th. Yeah. So usually we're in, in a city for a day. At the most. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and um, we were staying at this great resort, like private resort, with like walking paths in the back through the golf course and <laughs> all kinds of stuff. There we were rock stars in the wild. Walk rock stars in the wild. We might <laughs> that's the wild. They're living pretty nice. Well, they're rock stars. <laughs> no. Rock stars jumped out of bushes and scared us. There was a fire alarm one night and we were <laughs> so scared that we would get blamed for it. We decided we should just stay in our room and die in the fire. This is true, except that we had a patio door, and at any time we could have run out. But but if we had not been at on that floor, we still would have stayed. We still <laughs> would have been like, they're gonna think it's us calling everyone. <laughs> also, this was not Jenny's fault, but the toilet. <laughs> Thank you for that caveat. I have to say it every time. It, Jenny Jenny says it was just pee, and I do remember like the handle sticking or something. So yeah, it made sense. But we had to call like maintenance, and again we couldn't have like maintenance come in with so many people in one room. So we kind of had to hide. We all <laughs> did. Like 
like in a comedic movie, like <laughs> we were like flying across the room. Like someone jumped on me and threw me next between the wall and the bed. Like it really was that. That really happened. Oh my god, <laughs> it was so funny. Um, and also, the hotel had this security guy. Oh god. Out front, and we were out front waiting for the band, respectfully. And he was kind of like, hey, hey. I got some. In my mind, it was like a drug deal. I got yeah, some it's, for you. <laughs> I think his name was Levi. I think you're right. I knew it was something biblical. And he slipped us like, in my mind, he was like, slipped us. This like, um, it it was like a um, CVS receipt of guests in the hotel in their room. And, and their cook names. And their names. Not their real names, but their hotel names. Their hotel names. And we were able to figure out who was who, mostly by, like, who was staying by them. Security yeah. and this kind of stuff. And, uh, yeah, we might, I, I hope we got that guy fired. I, I mean, we didn't abuse it. We just knew what their names were from no, that No, but we, we told... We told them um, security. Yeah. I think we told them to do security. That was really screwed up. Yeah. Like, I mean, it was funny that we had the information and that clearly we weren't people who would abuse it, but he didn't know that. He didn't know that. Uh-uh. He had no idea. I still um, have a copy of it in this back room. Really? Yeah. I have no idea where. I don't think I have a copy. I don't think I ever had a copy. Um, but it was really, it was really interesting. So those names aren't like secrets anymore. You can find them on the internet. So we should talk about them. Okay. Right. Do you well, remember then, what they Yeah, I remember. But take out then the part. I'll take out the other I part. Yeah. Take that out. Do you remember um, their names? They were all stores. Well, I remember Bonnie was JCPenney. Right. Um, um Larry was Spar. There was Spar. Um, Adam was someone not. <sighs> oh, somebody was M.S. Spencer. Yes, Spencer. That's what I was yeah. thinking. I was thinking Brown Thomas, and I knew that wasn't right. Yeah, or M. M. Spencer. It was. And, yeah, because Mark Spencer. Mark's, yeah. Um, Mark Spencer. Fourth one. I don't remember. The J.C. Penny cracked me up. Yeah. What the hell was the other name? Gosh. Do I have to go find the paper? It might just take me a minute. Okay. Okay, listeners, flash forward. I went into the darkest regions of my storage to find it. The Hilton Inn Country Resort. I always thought it was a Hyatt, but it's a Hilton. Hilton Hill, Hilton Hill. Okay. Quinn. I don't know what store that is, but it's Quinn. Because it was staying in the rooms right next to Morley. I would have not have remembered that name. But that's Edge. Um, let's see. I never saw Morley at the end of the tour. 
she just had a baby. This is like, it says room 1000. Had one, two, three, four, five, six names on it. Three of them are Quinn. Two of them are Morley Steinberg. And the sixth one is Morley, M-O-R-L-E-Y Steinberg. We were in room 1516. Um, let me find the other guys. This is ridiculous. I don't know what Quinn is. Me neither. That's why I guess we didn't remember it. Spar. Yeah, there's Spar. Three names. He's right by David Geyer and Willie Williams. Wait. No, they can't be in the same room. It's like, did he share? The Larry and Willie Sherbert. There's three rooms under Target Tours. Target Tours. That was next to Dennis's room. J.C. Penny. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six there. Did I miss anyone? Wait, where was Adam? We're looking for Spencer, right? I think that's what it was. Here it is. M. Spencer. And next to Jerry. Oh, my gosh. This is so funny. I've looked at this in forever. It's all the names. Paul McGinnis, Willie Williams, Scott Nichols, Sharon Blanks, and old Levi. It's probably without a job after that. He was really old then. He's probably pushing daisies about now. Oh, my goodness. Well, after San Antonio, I'm pretty sure you went home for a day of work, didn't you, or no? Did you go straight to Atlanta? No, I went home. For a day of work? Yeah. I don't know that I ever went home. I'm sorry. You flew back to Virginia. Yeah. I went to work, and I don't know that I ever saw my house. I think my right. brother picked me up from the airport and dropped me off at work and then took me back to the airport. Yeah, that makes sense. My work at the time was I was a preschool teacher, so that was that. So you just needed to be there during, like, class hours. Yeah. Basically. Next show was Atlanta. We only had a few shows left here. Um, hang on with us. Atlanta, which which was like a really proper tribute to Michael Hutchins. The 23rd was like the grieving. The 26th was like the memorial. What did you yeah. say? I would absolutely say that. That was my favorite show on the tour. Oh, Smash Mouth opened again. Huh. Oh, Third Eye Blind open in San Antonio, right? Yeah. And that was the cool, that was the only time I ever saw another band use the B stage. The it was only just Stephen ever. Jenkins. Stephen Jenkins came out on the B stage. No one else has ever done that. Still no. to this day. And we have an app coming up about that. I can't wait. More to come. This was a fun night. This was the first time I ever got stage love. And it will always be one of my favorites. 
for all of time. Very specific. Who, me? <laughs> <laughs> it was great. And we waited for the band after with a whole bunch of other people outside well, the hotel. We what? went, at some point we were in the, we were staying in the hotel they were staying in. Yes. And we were sitting in the lobby. I know I had a drink. I, for some reason, just remember yeah. I had a drink. And Steven Tyler came in and he was like, hello, ladies. Hello, ladies. And he carried his own bag. Luggage. Yeah. It, it, was, was on a, it was like a wheelie. He, he was really impressive. Like, what the hell? I'm, there's There are no other rock stars that are going to come in here tonight with their own bags. Nope. Like, not going to happen. And I kind of wondered if he thought we were maybe waiting for him. I think he did. And we were like, what? Move what? on. It <laughs> was that? I feel like we all looked at each other like. <laughs> it was so clearly Steven Tyler, though. Like, it was. Clearly, <laughs> so, but we were like, uh, wrong rock His star. voice when he said, hello, ladies, it was so Every part of that was so Steven Tyler. Oh, yeah. It was a great extra part of our, you know, story. I really forgot about that. I forgot that that was there. It was so good. So good. Um, So in that show, Bono snipped shiny happy people into discotheque. Well, the REMs were there. The REMs were there. And they apparently... Atlanta went and had a big party afterwards. Yeah. Or a big hang sesh. Where people got and dressed up nicely. That's all that's all we know. The band got back. We waited respectfully with maybe two dozen other people or something. Yeah. Um, outside the hotel and they I got I think it was like two AM. They had been clearly overserved. <laughs> in the most adorable ways <laughs> but it was a fun it was fun interactions it for was. sure for sure Bono had some sneezing attack oh yeah very much like ooh look at me I'm sneezing yeah it was a very exaggerated but it was like five sneezes and it was it, very exaggerated and every time he would like throw himself back many feet <laughs> It was dramatic. Yeah, it's very dramatic. <laughs> I don't know why. Well, it was dramatic. That's why it stands out. If I've ever uh, seen that man sneeze any other time, I have no idea. No, I've never seen that. No idea. But I mean, it was it. Whatever got to him was major because that was some sneezing. Yeah, he really went for it. My cousin says I sneeze weird. Marissa says I sneeze weird. Don't you? you, Yeah. Oh, that's Amanda who has a bunch of little sneezes in a row. Yeah. There's a specific number. I forget. Amanda, let us know. Yes, if you're listening. Of course you're listening. (laughs) Of course, of course. Yes. So that was, I remember that being a really, really good show. Yes. At the Georgia Dome. Yeah, that was a stellar show. And that was my last show. And then you have two more. 
I have two more shows. The next show was in Houston, Texas. My massive memory of this show is that when Bono stood on the rail, he like stood on our friend's arm. Oh my gosh. For a really long time. And after the show, she had like a red mark that matched his like Prada boots. <laughs> Like, no joke. Like, it was serious. I don't know if I've seen pictures of it or if I, a picture, or if I just have a vivid imagination from hearing the story so many times, but I can see it in my mind. Yeah. That was really, that was a fun show. I think the night before was Thanksgiving and we went to have dinner in our really crappy, hotel yeah not great they had really i had a really good salad but everything else with even the bread it was just not great um oh so on my way from atlanta to houston larry mullen jr was on my flight yeah i don't know if i've told this story before i think i have you have but but it's been a while it's been a while um he was on my flight. It was Thanksgiving Day. I I got up to call my mom, to call my parents to say Happy Thanksgiving. And I turned around and he was like sitting on my coat. I had this red coat that I wore the entire, you know, winter leg of the tour. Didn't you say and there was like no one else at the gate? Like there no, was no, no. Not another person at the gate. No one. Zero people. It was Larry, his security guy, and me. And while I'm on the phone, I, like, look over my shoulder, and I'm like, no shit. This is not happening. No shit. <laughs> it was happening. And I think I I think I said on the phone to my mom, like, Larry Holland Jr. is sitting on my coat. And she's like, what? And I'm like, Larry Holland Jr. is sitting on my coat. Um, but anyway, I, he, I turned around to go back over to my seat. And I kind of had to pull my coat out from under. Yeah. Also, at that point, I had never written... I've never given Bono a letter ever. I've never handed him anything. Right. And I was just like, I'm going to write a letter. I I never did. I never could. I couldn't figure out what I would say. So I never did it. But I started off in my notebook that said, Dear Bono. And that was under my coat. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, as soon as I walked over, you know, I pulled my coat out. Larry got up and used the pay phones himself. Yeah. Then see well, no cell phones. <laughs> no cell phones. Not even for the rock stars. Nope. Um, so anyway, I uh they while Larry's on the cell phone, they make an announcement saying our gate had changed. Yeah. And if you're familiar with the Atlanta airport, it is like a large country's capital city. Yeah all in one and so yeah so I um I had to we had to go on like a people mover onto some 
subway thing in the airport and then more people movers and then like downstairs <laughs> we did st- we did all the way elevators and escalators yeah. and everything and he was really nice my my suitcase was at this point breaking because I used it every single day right. and it would fall over and he and his security guy would kick it back up like we were old friends or something like we were all try- so we get to the that gate and it 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 moves they say it's a different gate so we did so do this like you can assume his security guy knows who you are Oh yeah, he knew who I was from the from the get go. Right, right. And sitting there, having Larry sit there, he was probably fucking with me. Okay, that yeah. So I, don't know why I didn't think about that. Yeah, I I thought I thought about it right it away. Had to have been, yeah. Yeah. Um. So and he was he was like a friend, like. Yeah. He brought us the you know Harley shirts. Anyway, um. So. We get moved again. Our gate changes. It's not as far this time, but we still had to take all the transportation to get to our new gate. And then as I'm walking to the gate, I see a friend of ours, the one who had a little (laughs) spat with Larry. Yeah. The one Bono took her Uncle Sam hat. She comes running up to me with another one of our friends and said, I think Larry's on your flight. And I literally just moved my head out of the way. <laughs> and he was right there. I didn't say a word. And she's like, oh, shit. And then turned around and literally ran away. Like there was, there was no further conversation had. Just ran away. Oh, um, my God. Yeah. And they so, figured that out. I have no idea how they figured that out. Well, I know that Edge was supposed to be on their flight, yeah. but we we all missed our flights. Oh. Out of Atlanta, we every one of us missed our yeah. flight. But I guess either Larry missed his too, or his was just scheduled later in the day. Edge, I guess, made his flight, his original flight. But I don't know how they knew this. I still haven't found this out. I need to ask. Yeah. Anyway, there weren't many people on our flight. And um, after the Houston show, for the first time, and I think last time, Larry came outside of the venue. Yeah. Greek fans. I've never, I never saw it before, and I don't think I've seen it after, ever. At the venue. Yeah. At the venue. And um, I... Look, I said to he walked past me and I said, "Hey, nice flight." And he looked at me like like we were old best buddies, like. <laughs> and I'm like, "Who the hell is that?" But then, like, nothing <laughs> since, right? It, no, nothing. I've had no interaction with him. Now, one time he said he was going to give me drumsticks and then he didn't. That's true. Then I got him, but not from not from him. Yeah. Okay, so my next show and my last show, wrapping this up, was December 12th in Seattle. It was the last show of the U.S. tour, the last show of 97. Uh, it was December 12th. Finals. I was so mad. It was, I was college and I had finals. It was just really fun. Like that show, like everybody wore Santa hats and Bono had it. Oh, Bono had shaved his head. Yeah. 
Too much tequila. Too much tequila. He shaved his head, but he had his hood on. And he, when he finally like took his hood off, we all were like, oh, and he's like, it'll grow back. Like he looked like at us, like, it's okay. It'll grow back. And the narrator <laughs> said, <laughs> narrator, it didn't Spoiler grow alert. back. Did not grow back. Um, so anyway, he actually came off the stage and he kissed every everyone in my group. Like oh, specifically yeah. us. Like I was at the end of the row and the end of, you know, our group. And he stopped at me and he went to all of us, but he kissed my hand. Like it was yeah. really sweet he just Aww. like he didn't hug me but i had gotten hugs before but he kissed my hand and i was just very gently yeah yep and then that night we were the night after the show we were um all in the same hotel i know i've told this story before um and i like woke up in the middle of the night like Something really, like, I can't remember. I always have the same time, and I don't remember. 3.28, 3.47, I don't know. I should write write it down. I'm not going to, but I should write it down and see what time you say next time. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it was in the three or four hour mark. I'm pretty sure it was three something. Um, and... I had a dream that one of our friends that we were traveling with, like I got home from Seattle in my dream and my mom met me at the airport and said that our friend was on a plane and it crashed. And it, it was so real to me. Like it kept going on. Like it was, it was a real dream. Like the process yeah. of calling everybody, it was awful. And I got up like, I mean, freaking the crap out and went, and I think I took a book and sat in the bathroom forever, like, yeah, calm down or whatever. Like, I didn't sleep at all that night. I was so upset. And later, the, when the band left and they left, it was still dark outside. It was early, early morning. They left and um, Bono, for some reason, came over and, oh, because I gave him my Michael Hudgens picture. Right, and he right. Was like. I got to tell you, last night, I woke up at three, whatever, like specific. And I don't yeah. think it was the exact minute, but it was within five or ten minutes of when I woke up from my dream. That's creepy. He said he had, um, he had a, a dream about Michael Hutchins and it was upsetting or whatever. And I'm like, shit, you could have called me. We could have met downstairs for a drink or something. <laughs> yeah could have played scrabble i don't know right but i was ha i w was having such a hard time and he said he was too but i had oh, just no. told our friends i'm like whole, i told one of our friends i didn't tell because yeah. that friend's very superstitious so she would probably never get on an airplane again but right, i told right. one of our friends that um right before Bono came out that I had this dream and it was at three whatever specific time and he walked over and told us this and like our eyes were like popping out of our head <laughs> <laughs> just like 
oh my god how crazy is that that's so, crazy it's crazy yeah. too bad it wasn't like 333 it definitely wasn't 333 but it could have been 330 something yeah before something but it was in that it was in that na- three or four neighborhood yeah i feel like i actually did remember the time for a long time and then thinking about this up I, it just went out of my mind i feel like the last time you told the story which I don't remember when it was. Um, you had a pretty, you had a specific time. Three twenty-eight. I don't know. I'm gonna. I'll listen to that episode probably tomorrow. Um, but because I'm going through all of our where we've been. Right. Ups. Um. But anyway, that wraps up. Popmark. Popmark adventures. We still have one great story to tell. Yes. We probably have millions of other stories to tell, and we're just not thinking of them right now. Um, right. And we've teased it before, so we can tease it again. Yeah. Yeah. But it's for the If God Will Send His Angels video shoot. That we that starred. We were, that we were stars. <laughs> we, we starred in that. <laughs> we starred in that video. <laughs> really? Digging into that word there that we started. We started the most epic extras. Yeah. Yes. We'll tell that story um, when it comes up on the timeline. Soon. November. Yeah. It'll be soon. I'm excited to tell that story. Yeah. I want to dream it all up again. Right. That'll be a blast. An absolute blast. Okay, well, I think we've held these people for a really long time. It was the longest that we've had in a while. It varied. This was like a like an album app. I know. So if you made it this far, thank you. Thank you very much. Hanging with us. We would love to hear about your Pop Mart adventures. I can't. I'm kind of excited about getting into all that you can't leave behind. I almost put it on the other day. Yeah. I think it's getting close. I think it's getting close to time. I mean, technically we can. Yeah. But being ready. I don't know. I still want pop in my head for a little while longer. I know. I know. We're getting there. Yeah. Okay. Well, should we say good night? We should say good night. As I'm yawning. Okay. Until next time. Next time. Boom cha. Boom cha. Boom cha. Boom cha. Okay. Good night. Good night.